All right. A little late. My apologies. Technical difficulties. I am so, so excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. I can see it is beginning of the year. Everybody's super jacked up because there's a whole bunch of people on this call, which I am super excited about. Uh, we got some hot off the press information today that I am super excited to share with you because I know that the number one thing for us is we're looking to go deeper with our clients, our VIPs, our friends, our family, everything. It's all about building better relationships. And this whole call is going to be off of improving and filling out and working our greatness tracker to a higher level. So I don't know if all of you are kind of like me. I'll give you a little bit of a breakdown on my team and my background, then we'll kind of get into everything so you kind of know what's going on. So Cliff Notes version, um, I've been a core coach for two years now. I've been a student for six um, and a real estate agent for 16 years. When I got in the core, um, it was myself, one assistant. We were doing about 40 sides a year. Um, my team now, uh, we are a total. There's eight of us, uh, two salespeople. Um, we got five, four RP1s, then another junior salesperson that we're training up. Um, last year, we did 115 deals for $60 million in volume, um, and our highest that we've ever done is about 160 transactions. So um, do a lot of business, and a lot of it is based off of the greatness tracker where everything starts. So today, um, Rick um, was very, very adamant about us getting way better um, in this arena. So we're going to go through. I would imagine the majority of you all are familiar with the greatness tracker. And over the next month, you are going to get some different um, changes, essentially, and or corrections um, on your greatness tracker to make sure that we're getting way more in-depth and impactful with our people and earning that right to ask for the business. I don't know about you all, but that's probably the one thing that I am not nearly as good at as, um, let's say, like Rick or Kendra um or even like Dayton or Phil Puma like these guys are on point like asking for the business over and over and over again and I'm pretty good at it but I'm not as intentional as I need to be and I am committed to changing that this year because I want to blow it up it is not going to get any easier this year so we need to make sure that we're making every phone call every face-to-face -face appointment really worth our time and impactful for our people so I want to make this interactive I'm sure that you're going to have some questions um, as we get into this, because you're going to be like, huh, you're changing this? This doesn't make sense anymore. Um, so the tweaks that we're making here on the greatness tracker are just ways about filling it out that are going to make it better for you at the end of the day. So let's just start it off. We're going to start at the top. So um, I'm going to give you all a minute to get out a blank greatness tracker. So I'm going to start in one minute, kind of going through each column. So if you have a greatness tracker, open up your beast pull out a blank one because you're going to be taking a whole bunch of notes, okay, on top of the lines that we're going to fill out. So I want to make sure that you're able to drop them in the right bucket and make sure that we're going over the right things, that you can think of some ideas or some tactics or some things that we talk about uh, to make sure that you can take notes in the appropriate um, columns so that we can make it a win. So I'm going to give you another 15 seconds or so. All right. So the first thing, face-to-face -face column. All right. So the goal here is 15 face-to-faces. This has been something that we've, um, the start of our business. It is where 
Um, we are the best at what we do when we are belly to belly, right, with other people. Um, I am so much more effective when I'm face-to-face with people. Um, it's just more fun for me. You can read body language. There's just so many good things that can go about it. So the goal is 15 face-to-face appointments per week, but also five of those can be break bread. So you're like, well, John, it was always 15 face-to-faces plus five break breads. So Rick is very adamant on us not doing more activity just to check boxes, but to make sure that we are getting deeper and deeper and we're not just doing this as an exercise in filling up the form. That is really what we want to get away from is we want to get back to the real intentions of what this form was based upon. So 15 face-to-faces, five of those must be break breads. So you can double up on the people that you met with that you did the face-to-face and the break bread, their name can be in both columns from those appointments. That is different than what we've uh, worked on in the past. But the number one intention around this is to make sure that you're not just packing your appointments back-to-back-to-back and scratching the surface with people. If we can focus really good on getting deep with these people and in our uh, break breads, it's not just – it's not coffee appointments, okay? This is one big thing is that – um, breaking bread is eating food. Let's be crystal clear about that, okay? Breaking bread is eating food, like legitimate bread, okay? You can't drink bread. There might be some crazy smoothie out there, but I don't know about those. So you got to be eating. Once you eat, that's the whole thing that changes everything. So you got to make sure that you're breaking bread. Now, obviously, if you have the opportunity to meet more people than that, that is fantastic. Um, but at the end of the day, don't just go meet more people to meet more people because the people that you are talking to and meeting with, you're just not getting the greatest stuff out of it, okay? So at that point in time, you're just scratching the surface with people. You're not digging deep, trying to figure out how you can really elevate them, um, make them, you know, be more impactful within their life or their business. Because ultimately, once you're done with this time that you've spent with them, Hopefully you brought them some value because if you didn't bring value or if you don't come across as valuable to them, it is much harder to ask them for a big favor. And I'm going to go for, um, I'm curious, the first one, write down what would be the biggest favor that you could ask of somebody in 2020. I know you all got type hands. You can like put it in the questions. Um, but I want to see some interaction here. So I want to know if you could ask your client for one thing throughout the year, what would it be? Fire away. Get it going in there. I want somebody to go in there. I'm not doing anything else until somebody writes something in there. John or Sam or Mark, Vaughn. I'm just going to call somebody out until they do it. We've got a long time here. Oh, where we go? We got one. Referral, Kevin, my man. Yes. One referral. That's the big thing that we want. This isn't a huge ask, people. It's just one referral. Can you do me a huge favor? Stacy, my girl. I like two even better. I'm not going to lie. So if you feel like you've earned the right to ask for two, I like Greg, somebody just like them. This is the thing, too, is we got to realize that we want to work with people that want to work with us and that we enjoy working with. It's really, really important. My man, Mike, need your help. I have a goal. Can you help me, please? Yes, sir. I like that one as well. 
What else we got? Dan's got the referral. Referrals, reviews. Yes, the review too. Good one, Holly. Like we want to ask for the referral always, right? All I need is one big favor. If you can send me one client this year, it would mean the absolute world to me. Can you commit to that? You can turn every interaction that you have with anybody into a productive sales conversation, right? Like we're, most of us are not like grindy salespeople. I don't know if that's the right like term to use, but like crunchy. So the thing is that we want to earn the right. We want to bring a lot of value so it doesn't feel weird for us. So it's just having that little dialogue at the end goes such a long way. So figure out what works well for you. I'm going to go through a whole bunch of different things here as well, like some different things you can do that you can ask to try to spark. And I'd love to keep in the Q&A feed going here. Just keep it going with ideas and ways that you've asked in the past that are really good for you. Because I got my go-to, right? Like the stuff that I use that I'm comfortable with. But one thing that I really have realized over the years is you have to own what you're saying. So if you take what somebody else tells you to say, you got to put your twist on it. You got to make it you. You got to make it fun so that when it comes out of your mouth, you're not like tripping over your tongue. Um, and it's going to be weird. Like sometimes it's going to be harder. Sometimes it might not be, um, super easy at first because you're not used to doing it. Right. Like the first time that you got this form, you're like, holy smokes. Like I don't even know if I can see all these people and even make all these calls. Like, are you sure voicemails don't count? Like, come on, really? Like, I got to have 60 telephone conversations with 60 different people? Like, that's insane. But we just figured it out. We made it work. So so going up at the top, face-to-faces, we got to ask, right? The goal is always to ask. Five of those have got to be great breads. And in these 60 great telephone conversations, here's where you're all going to trip out. And you're going to be like, are you kidding me, John? Like, I haven't been doing this forever. Like, I got to get back into the swing of things. So. If you ever paid any attention to this side of your greatness tracker, right? Where it says, you write down great phone calls with leads, referral partners, past clients, and current clients. I don't know about all you, but every once in a while, I am not utilizing that as the actual guide tool when I write down some of these. This is what's going to happen. You can only, I repeat, only write down somebody's name in that column or in that square that you asked for business. Period. Now, some of you have been students of mine. Um, you've been doing, you know, kind of different things, different ways. We used to do the circle contest. Rita was always real big about that. Like, Circle the ones that you asked for the referral. And we'd always be like, oh, man, I got like 25 asks this week. That was so good. That is not good enough, people. The reason that you're not asking is because you're just chicken. That's it. At the end of the day, you're just chicken because they want to help you. Our clients want to work with us. They want to be able to even have our approval, right? Like when we get leads from people, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I am so honored that you would even make that introduction. I'm going to be such a good extension of you. I'm going to keep you informed through the process. You have no idea how much this is going to impact us this year. I super appreciate it. Okay? 
But just think about this. Just dream with me for a little bit. So I would say probably the majority of you on this call right now are on your greatness trackers. You're probably anywhere from 50 to mm, 80 calls a week. Like that would be my guess. Um, some of you super overachievers, you talk to 100. That's fantastic. Um, I super appreciate that. Or some of you really big slackers that only talk to like 25. So, but the majority of us are going to be kind of in that zone. So let's think that you were making those same amount of calls. But let's just play that 60. Let's just say 60 calls, okay? So you get to that number, and every day, all those people that you talk to, you ask for business. How many times of those calls do you think you would get a great response or actually a potential lead, like, right then on the spot? Throwing the numbers over here. I want to I want to get a couple guesses. I want to get some numbers. I want to play with some numbers with you all. I think it's super important. I'm going to go right out here. I'm going to get my calculator because it's important. Okay. All right. I don't have any questions yet. I don't got any answers. How many do you think? So 60, you asked 60 people for a referral. How many of those 60 people are going to give you a name and number? I'll wait again. I'm sure you're all loading up right now. It's going to come in a big wave like the last time. Somebody's there. Who do I got to call out? There we go. 10%. Holly. Holly says 10%. Ryan says 33%. So we got 10%. We got 33%. Who else we got? Chris, Chris Shook, my man. What up, Chris? Says 10. Dan says 20 to 30. All right, we got a couple more. Let's see here. So we got 20%, 10%, 6 to 10. 10, 20. Oh, see, this is all piling up. I appreciate 50%. I would love 50%. Holy cow. That would be insane. All right, let's think about it. Okay. All right, so we got 60 calls. Okay. I think you all should get a piece of paper out. This is very, very important. All right. So 60 calls. And let's say 20% of the time, somebody gives you a lead. Okay, y'all wrote that down, right? That's 12 leads a week. Okay. Now these are all high converting leads, right? But that's 12 a day. Excuse me. Yeah, no, 12 a week, 12 a week, sorry, 12 a week. That's a minimum. I feel like you're gonna get more than that. That's 12. So 12 times four is 48 leads. Okay. Our goal is we want to get to 50 leads, right? This is assuming that nobody, like nobody else calls you or Nobody calls off your sign or somebody doesn't call you because you got a bunch of awesome reviews, right? So you got to be engaged. You know, Dan, it depends on who you ask and how well you ask and how often you practice. I would agree with all of those is very important. So you got to get dialed in. You got to practice with people on your team and coworkers and all that stuff to make sure that it feels really good. But here's the deal. Even if you're not that good at it, you're still going to get 20%. Like, in all reality, like some of the times when I talk to folks, like I'm not really super articulate. Um, I might kind of fumble all over the place. But the deal is you just got to keep doing it. Like that's the sauce, right? Like it's just failing forward. It's 
being vulnerable and that's okay. Like you want to be, you want to be there. So let's say it's 48, 48 leads. I would say now of all of your warm referrals, at what percentage do those convert? I know my number. I'm sure you all know your number. Somebody give me a number. So of your warm teed up referrals, right? Past clients, friends and family, business partners, other real estate agents. Like, like what do those convert at? I'm just curious. Give me some numbers, people. Let's see, all right, who we got here? All right, I got 70%, 40%, 50%. I would agree. I think they're going to be convert at a super, super high level, right? 20%. Let's say, just to be conservative, let's go 25%. I think that's probably about right. So you go 48 leads per month, warm, teed up, right? Like really good quality referrals, right? So 48 times 12. That's 576 leads for the year. Now let's say that 20% of those convert. That's 115 deals. That's at 20%. Let's say 25% converts. That's what I said, 25. So 576 times 25%. Okay, that's 144 deals. That's more like it. So can you imagine, again, just dream with me. Stacy Pearden says 60%. So does Randy. I appreciate it. 75%. And this, like, this is a basic. Like, I know some of you, and I know Stacy for sure. She's a boss, and she's definitely getting 60%. So if Stacy's converting 60%, 576 times 60%, that's 345 deals. What? Come again? 345? I'm not doing 345. I need to get close to that, right? But think about it. Like, this is just from changing, tweaking your conversation. We've all looked at our greatness tracker as checking boxes, right? How many people... Can I get in here? I just got to fill it out so my coach doesn't yell at me, right? Okay. Well, here's the deal. We need to get back to basics and make sure that we are making it happen and we're asking. Stacy, I agree. The key is I need to ask for the business. You are right. This is it. Well, here's the deal. You can't fill out your greatness tracker anymore if you don't ask for the business. Period. Like, that's it. This is the new standard, people. Like, there's no, like, mumbo-jumbo fluff going on over here anymore. It's just not the deal, okay? So what you need to do is every conversation you're having, you have to ask. This is going to change our businesses forever. For the longest time, we just assumed that that's what we were doing, right? We assumed, like, why, why are you making the calls if you're not asking for the business? Like, we're professional salespeople, right? Like, our job is to find people that need help. That's why we do what we do. If nobody raises their hands or sends us business, like, we literally cannot work. We have no job. We have no career. Like, we have to find people to help in order to make sure that we're doing a really good job here, you know, or that we even have a job to do, which is super important. So just play with that. Just look at it. Like, all right. I get my 60 calls. I ask for business 60 times on the phone per week. Closing those people, you get 20% of those turn into leads. 
which 12 leads, close those at a minimum of 25%. That's 144 deals. Do you need to do anything else? Do you? I don't think you do. I think you just do that on a consistent basis. You're going to have a super solid team because you're going to be able to pay them properly. You're going to have work for them to do. You're probably going to need a showing assistant, some buyer's agents. Like, you're going to need some help. So here's the deal, people. You're going to be too busy. Too busy. You can't do it all yourself. But here's the deal. Power hours, right? You're making the calls. You're making the contacts. You just have to change the way that you communicate. And now you don't have a choice. That's the best way that it works for me is I just need to be told what to do. There's no fluff. There's none of that, right? Like you just got to get down to the nitty gritty. You got to do the work. You got to do the work. Okay. So I'm super excited about the change here. I think it's going to be a game changer for everything that we're doing. This is like, if you think about the way that the years play out, right? Q1, we're ramping up. Like the next four months is going to set the stage for our entire year. So you got to ramp up, right? Q3, two and three, like we're just crushing it. We're doing it. We're working it. We're making the calls. We're doing the work. And Q4, we're riding it out, right? Like we're still working hard. We're making the dials, but it's that time of the year where stuff, you know, kind of, you know, it is what it is. It's the winter. But here's the deal is right now, we've got to change the way that we do it. We gotta get super impactful and we gotta ask for the business. Stacy hit it on the head. You gotta ask. So I know that I'm gonna see a bunch of my students. I'm gonna see their greatness trackers and they're probably gonna be less than 60. You know what though? I would rather see less than 60 phone calls to where they're all asking for business versus 60 plus. And I know the majority of it is fluff. Like fluff doesn't get us anywhere, people. So we got to make sure that we're doing that. So how do we make it a great call, right? Okay, so we got to program everybody for one referral for the year, right? Can you do me one big favor? That's all I'm asking for is one big favor. Can you send me one person between now and the end of the year that's looking to buy or sell? That's it. Like, that's all I need from you. That's it. And what do you think they're going to say? Of course. For sure. If they say, no, I can't do that, well, how can I help get you in front of some people, right? I don't think most people are going to say no. I'd be very surprised as long as you've earned the right to ask, right? Now, if it's somebody brand new, you might need to tweak that a little bit different. Maybe somebody that you haven't met yet, right? You might have to say, hey, how is there some ways that I can help impact your business this year? There's some people that you need to meet. Uh, you want to come to one of my happy hour events? Like you should come out to our client party. I really think you should meet this person in my VIP. Like you guys have kind of had a similar journey. I think you'll really help you through what you got going on. Like be that connector. Be like, you know, I'd love to be able to make that introduction. Are you able to do one big favor for me? Can you just send me one person this year? Like I'm super jacked to get you in front of Andrew and I would be honored if you sent me one referral. Like find out whatever works for you, right? But the thing is that you, it's five seconds to turn every single conversation that you have into an opportunity. Why don't we do it? Right? Like, it's not hard. Like, I'm doing it right here. I'm doing it all the time. I'm doing it on the phone. But why can't I do it over and over and over again? 
thing is that you can. And another thing too is that we haven't held you as high to as high of a standard, but now that's changed. So I'm just over the moon excited for all the impact it's going to have here. So, all right. So we're going to ask for the deals. Other ways to try to prime the pump, right? Like we want to, again, we got to bring the value before we just ask. So, um, how can I help support you and your business this year is the easiest thing. My ultimate kryptonite for our VIPs is the best. It's such a great conversation starter. How many referrals do you want from me this year? Like, I'm serious. Like, what would be a big, like, at the end of the year, you're like, holy smokes. John and his team gave me X amount of referrals. I can't believe it. I'm indebted to them, like, forever for that. What's that number? Because I really want to know. I want to know how we can hit it out of the park for you. Here's the deal, people. You're getting this many leads, like good, solid leads. You're going to have opportunities to refer people left and right all over the place. More leads gives you more opportunities to elevate the people that are in your VIP, your business partners, other realtors, other core students around the country, right? Because your clients are moving. you got an amazing family of people that are built their businesses the exact same way, the same footing. The first thing I always do when somebody's moving out of state where are you going? And I'm calling headquarters. I'm like, who do we got? Because I need to make sure that I'm getting them teed up with somebody that has the same high standards and ultimate goal to creating a great client experience, right? Like every referral that we have is an extension of us. So you got to remember too, like when we're handing referrals to other business partners, like, hey, remember, like if this is your first shot, like you're an extension of me, like let's hit a home run. You know, talk about the old triangle of trust, right? Like I trust you, you know? They trust, like we trust each other, like this is a big deal, right? To make sure that we can bring everybody together. And this is going to give you the opportunity to do it over and over and over again. Okay. So uh what else we got on here? So you're looking at so again, how can I help you? You know you're looking to buy or sell, all that stuff. I think a lot of it is when we're calling our past clients, we're doing our reviews. You know, there's all these opportunities, right? If you're not calling your through your database every year. This is the no-brainer. Your Thursday calls should be incredibly impactful, right? Like, how can you help them find out new value on their house? Are they looking to make some moves? Have they done some improvements? They need a referral to um, a lender, like just refi or get a home equity line to fix up that kitchen. Again, opportunities to be able to bring some value. And if they're like, you know, you found us our dream home. Like, you don't ever want to move this place. I'm like, that's awesome because I would never want to leave your house either. It's a good thing that you bought it because I was going to buy it if you didn't buy it because this place is the place. So elevate them. I know you're not moving, but my goal is to call you all the time and make sure I'm bringing value all the time. So who have you ran across that's looking to make some moves? You live in the best neighborhood in town. Like, man, I would love to be able to help some other people get in there, maybe even myself. Find out what works for you, right? Keep it going. It's five seconds. But what do we usually do? Ah, so great to talk to you. Click Man, it's great catching up. I hope you're having a great day. Super excited to see you soon. Click. Opportunity gone. Just gone. Because at the end of the day, no, we are so incredibly grateful for the amount of referrals that we get, like warm, teed up referrals. Because a lot of the times, they're just calling in. They're just calling. Like, we're not even asking. Right. And the phone just rings and they're like, hey, you know, we're finally looking to make a move. 
you know, you've done such a good job following up. Like you did a great job when we worked together last time. And they're calling us first. Here's the deal. It's like a big mantra that we have on our team is that if the client calls us, we lost. I want you to think about that. If the client calls us and asks us a question or they're looking to make a move, we lost. Okay. And the reason that we lost is because I didn't call it first. Like on a Tuesday update, if I'm getting a call on Tuesday, my client's calling me before I've called them, I've lost. Right. Like we talk about putting uh, bricks in our foundation, right? Like every time we call them on time or we honor them or we're knocking it out of the park, right? Like we're, we're solidifying the foundation and we're making it stronger and stronger and stronger. Every time they call us before we call them to ask a question, whoop, taking away a brick, right? Like we worked really, really hard to put in there because over time, a lot of bricks. Here's the deal. If you got a lot of bricks and you've given a lot of love every once in a while, the brick falls out. It's not a big deal. But if you haven't laid that foundation, it's super hard to continue to keep that solid relationship going for a really long time. So got to be putting in the bricks so you can ask for the referrals and it's not crunchy, right? In those conversations, you got to be engaging and impactful. Like that's the only way that you really can make it a win um, is you just got to be super excited. So, all right. So in recap, I did have a question over here with regards to face-to-faces. I'm going to go back down here real quick. I didn't forget about you, my man. I can't remember who exactly had it. Okay, great. Um, are we 20 total or 15 and 5 or 15 with 5 is break breads? Oh, my man, Greg, right after my own heart because I asked the same question. <laughs> so. 15 face-to-face appointments, which five of those can be break breads. So essentially it would be you're going to put 15 up top, but you're going to be able to count the five that you ate, uh, that you broke bread with in both categories. Okay. I hope that makes sense for everybody. So if I had John, Sue, and Bob, and I ate with John, Sue, and Bob, I could go John, Sue, and Bob, John, Sue, and Bob. Hope that makes sense, okay? But the goal is still 15 break breads, or 15 face-to-faces. Five of them got to be break breads, okay? Okay, all right, so we talked about calls. Oh, we got a question. Here we go. Greg, thanks. I've been doing 20. Greg, keep doing 20, right? I'm totally cool with that. I've been doing 20, too. That's how we've all been doing it. But our goal here is that we want to make sure that we're be able to go in deep. Okay. That's the, that's the goal is that we're removing a bit because we just don't want to be scratching the surface with a whole bunch of people. We want to really get in there, right? Like really figure out how we can be big and impactful for these people. Cause that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. We're here to build relationships. We're in the relationship building business. So cool. All right. So we got calls, events. Okay. We're going to switch up the events here a little bit. So. On your event column, okay, down here, on your form. So we have it to where, so like chamber, your personal happy hours, um, team events, right? If you're taking your team out on stuff, you got to remember your team is your VIP. You got to give them some love. This is a number one thing that I'm working on for the next six months. I've done a poor job on it. I'm owning it. 
Like I've got away from it and I am sick and tired being sick and tired. Everybody else, what I know is when everybody's jacked to be here, we are so much better. Now let that slide and that is not going to slide anymore. So um, team events, making sure that we're doing those consistently. I would say every four to six weeks at minimum. Um, also, again, chamber, your personal happy hour events. If you're like attending networking events and things like that, what you're going to do under the event box is you're going to actually put the event on there and how many people you talk to. Okay. Now, I know some of y'all have probably been double dipping. And this is probably the biggest flaw right here is what happens. So you get to this big event, right? And there's all these people and you're networking you're like, bam, 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 bam. Like having to do these face to faces. I'm just going to go meet like 10 people. I'm going to fill up my, my deal in one day and I'm done. No, 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 no. Okay. Your events are separate. You need to go to two events. Okay. Either hosting or attending. And those don't count. Up top under face-to-face or break bread, okay? They don't count. Now, what you can do is you're going to meet some new people, and what are you going to do? You're going to pick up the phone, or you're going to do a video, right? And you're going to reach out to them, and you're going to see if you can get some FaceTime with them, some one-on-one outside of the event, okay? Now, that time goes in your face-to-face and or your break breads, okay? But no more of I had 15 people that came to my happy hour, I got, you know, this week I got 25 face to or face to faces and 20 break breads, right? No, it don't work that way. Okay. Good. We got Chris Shook. Do open houses count as an event? Yes, they do. So put the open house, like maybe the street number and how many people came to the event. Same thing though, right? Like a lot of the times what we used to do and what I've seen students do is like we host this open house. We have a whole bunch of people that come in and we're counting them as face to face appointments, right? This is an event that you're hosting and people are coming to you. Now, if you get their information and you go through a buyer consultation, you know, or you, they come out or, yeah, if you do a buyer consultation or a listing appointment or you go, you know, take them out to lunch afterwards, try to build some rapport and some relationship, now those people would go up top, okay? So the biggest thing is that, remember, we've always seen these greatness trackers just be over the top full. And that's great. But again, the, the challenge is a lot of it is just fluff. It's not real. Like we've got to get down to less is more. Like work the appropriate amount of hours. Don't work 60 hours a week, right? You don't need to. Like if you're going deep with people, you should be working 40, 45 hours a week. You should be asking the right questions on the phone. You should be asking the right questions when you're meeting up with them, when they're coming to your open houses or appear at an event, right? That is what we need to be doing. So in the events, it's not just a check, right? Or there's no more checks on the greatest tracker allowed at all, okay? It's got to be their names, okay? Names or initials at minimum, but no check marks. Check marks don't work. No, no check marks, okay? So you got to fill those out. On the videos, so let, well, let me go back. On the events, so like if it was chamber and say you talk to five people, chamber, five, okay? Or like your happy hour. Um, happy hour, eight. Um, you went to like Rotary, Rotary, three, whatever it is, right? So you want to see the event and how many people you actually talk to. Remember, and they do not go at the top. It does not count as face-to-faces. does not count as break breads. You're going to be like, John, man, that's how I was filling out all my stuff before. I get it. Well, here's the deal. 
Now, in order for that to work, you've got to call them and go deeper and get them one-on-one. The whole intention of this form is to be able to dive deep and make it happen. So, okay, so we got the events dialed in. You got questions on the events, put them in the Q&A. You got questions on any of this stuff, put it in the Q&A because I want to make sure there's no silly questions here, okay? There's no silly questions, no dumb questions. Like, we all want to make sure we're doing it the right way. So load up the questions because I'm sure you all, all probably already have some. Okay. All right. Now we're going to get into the videos. So the videos are a bit different. What you see now, you see the 250 on the side and we want to make sure that you're getting it out to 250 people or more. But here's ultimately what we really want to see here is we want to see more personalized videos um, and what you're doing with them and also broadcast videos as well. But we want to see five videos per week. Now, the group videos are great. So if you're doing like a video for your happy hour and you send that out to 100 people, so you'd be like happy hour video, 100 people. Um, if you want on a listing appointment and you send a video afterwards, like LP, you know, in their name, video. Um, whatever that looks like, you want to make sure that you're um, you're uh, tracking who that is. Um, Holly says, if I do a Facebook Live, does that count as videos? Yes, that would count as one video, right? So one video, and then you would put like how many people viewed it. So it'd be like Facebook, Facebook Live and 100, 200, whatever, um, whatever that is. But that just counts as one in the bucket. Can my kids, Sandy says, can my kids swim meet count as an event? I see and talk to lots of people on the sideline. If you're talking shop, heck yeah, it counts. Again, we talked about five seconds of a conversation can turn that into a business or sales conversation, right? Again, like we're not going, we're not doing that to like be salesy. He was like, this is what we do, right? Like we got to talk to people about what we do. We got to tell them. We also ask them, need them, you know, we need them to know that we need their help. So yes, that for sure um, counts as an event. So I put swim and then dash how many people you um, were able to connect with at that, that particular event. So the goal is five different um, video blocks, right? So you can put those in each block and then just how many people that video hit, which is a little bit different than what we've done before. Now, hopefully over all of that, you'll get to the 250 like eyeballs. So you don't want to do just like five like one-off videos, which the one-off videos are very important, right? Like I use my phone to do all my birthday videos after I leave a listing appointment or a buyer consultation, like shooting quick videos, say thanks so much for taking some time. It was great to meet you, whatever that looks like for you. So so the videos, five, and make sure that we're getting to 250 people or more. Okay, so next line, hours prospected. Our goal has been 21 hours, right? And it's going to continue to stay 21 hours. The one thing that we have done, though, for a long time is we've just looked at green time as just green time, right? So buyer consultations, listing appointments, um, business meetings, right, like business lunches, all the stuff that was above the line. So your face-to-faces, your break breads, your, your gray calls, your events, you know, all that stuff. Like that's what kind of got into the, the green time prospecting bucket. Okay. So now what we want to do is something a little bit different. What we're going to do is we're going to chop that up between face-to-face time and phone time. Because I think it is very important to see, all right, how much time are we spending out in front of people belly to belly versus how much time are we actually on the phone prospecting? Everybody's going to have different ways that they track this, right? I think it's very easy 
if you are staying true to your calendar, it should not be a problem at all. It'd be very, very, very easy. Okay. So it's going to be more and more important to make sure that you have that daily printed calendar and that you're taking notes throughout the day on what you have going on so you can report that accurately. But the goal is to see, okay, where am I being most effective? And am I like, am I getting a lot of, a lot of what I'm doing out in the field face to face or am I starting to get more productive on the phone? You know, these are, these are things that we need to investigate and look at and dive in deeper so that we can evaluate and plan accordingly. So we're going to work on that. Um, also you have to look at retention selling versus um, acquisition selling. Okay. So the thing is that we talk about like on Tuesday updates and things like that, a lot of that is retention selling. You know, it's like, hey, like they're already pot committed and we need to make sure that we're bringing value to them consistently over and over and over again and making sure that we're asking for the business at the end of that Tuesday update, right? Really important. So also when you're on a team retreat, right, or you're doing a quarterly download or if you're doing a one-on-one, right, like you've got it. Your team is a direct extension of you, okay? So some of those times is going to look at like, was I really sitting down and I was making a really big effort to bring a ton of value to my salespeople or my staff and make sure that they're going to stick around, show them how to be better for our clients or how to bring in some more business. Because they're, remember, they're all just, they're other avenues and pillars and ways that they can make a big impact. And I think a lot of us don't, don't look at that the way that we should. It's a big responsibility. It's really easy to say, and hey, they're on a split, like they should go out and do their own deals, bring them in. Like I'm not going to bring a ton of value or you know, try to help them out. So right before this meeting, I'm talking to both my RP2s and our coaching, and I'm going through all this stuff that we're talking about. I'm like, hey, here's the deal. This is the new greatness tracker format. This is how it's going to work. And we're going through all of it, and they are super jacked up because they know the power of these small tweaks and changes. It is so big, okay? So we're going to look at the difference between that. Thank you cards. Woo. Okay. So a lot of you are probably very much like me. And I count my birthday cards as thank you cards. Okay. That makes doing your 10 every week incredibly easy. Um, but at the end of the day, it is impactful to do those, but it is not and was not the intention of the thank you note. So what the thank you note should look like is you should have two on your desk every single day that are blank. Okay. You don't know who they're going to go to. They're not addressed. Like you have no idea, right? So of all these people that you're seeing face to face or you're calling or you meet at an event, there's going to be some folks that you should be giving some love to. Okay, let's see, you do 12 calls times 20%, you get leads. Technically, you should be getting 2.4 leads per day. One thing you need to be doing is if somebody gives you a lead, you need to say thank you. Obviously, you're going to thank them on the phone, but send them a note and say thank you. Like, you have no idea what this means to me. Put it in writing, sign it, fill out the address, send it, right? They're going to be more apt to continue to, to do the same thing over and over again as long as you keep appreciating them and letting them know, right? And pay attention to who's referring you more, right? Like we track it all. Like you got to have a great tracking system behind the scenes to make sure that if there's a, if there's somebody standing out in the crowd, 
Like you need to give them some extra love. Very, very important. So I'm not giving you permission to stop doing your birthday cards. Okay, let's be crystal clear about that. That is not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying that you cannot count those towards your 10. You still need to send your cards. You still need to be sending videos. You still need to be sending really nice gifts or personalized gifts to your VIPs on their birthdays. Like it's important. Like it's a huge part of what we do. Okay. But we've got away from the super impactful personal note. And that's what we need to work on. Okay. All right. So the thank you cards. And then also the leads and deals are the same. So obviously leads, you know, the leads are the leads. You're going to track them in there. The deals are for us as real estate agents. It's buyers under contract, not buyer agent, not the buyer agency agreement, right? Not that it's mutual acceptance on a contract as a buyer or a signed listing agreement. Those are the only two things. All right. I've got a question here. Here we go. Kevin Rogers, are you gifting when a referral is received? Question mark. A hundred percent of the time. Question mark. So I would say 70% of the time on uh, when we receive warm referrals for gifting. Um, I would like to see that go to 100%. Um, that's the goal. Uh, I think the biggest thing is systems and processes and make sure that we are tracking um, on a daily basis, you know, who sent in and the action plan behind it. So that is great. Um, I think we all need to work on that and getting better at that is sending something out strategically every single time. It can be a topic in your team meeting, right? You're going through every single day. How many leads did we have yesterday? How did they come in, right? If they were referred over, who are we sending the gift to? If they're a past client, are we are they in, are we in a position where we should be sending them a gift as well? I think every team's going to be a little bit different. You got to make sure that we're staying true to our budgets and all that stuff as well. So you got to have some game plans behind it. My man Chris, can we uh, can we get an example of new GT filled out? What's well, the same thing? So it's the same greatness tracker. Um, but all you're going to do is you're just going to write it out a little bit differently. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm sure that there's going to be um, a lot of these that are going to be coming through that are going to be filled out differently. Um, on all your coaching calls, there's going to be conversations here the next two weeks then over the next month um, about how this is going to tweak over. Again, this is hot off the press. This is what we're talking about today. Um, so here on this Thursday and next Thursday, everybody in the groups are going to be getting a lot more on this. Um, but the biggest thing, and I'll go and I'll kind of run through everything here once again, and then I'd love to open it up for questions. We got about uh, 10 minutes left. So, um, just rapid fire. Give me everything you got. Cause uh, at this point, we've kind of gone through the, the big stuff here. And I want to make sure that we're able to bring some more value if anybody has specific questions around this. So just to recap on the top, on the face to face, you got to put their name or their initials. No check marks. Same thing in the break bread. And the same thing on the phone calls. Now, on the phone calls, though, you can only count them if it's a great conversation. And, again, what constitutes a great conversation? Asking for business. Okay? The only way. There's all sorts of different ways that you can ask. On the events, the event that you attended, how many people you saw at the event in the box? Videos, who you sent it to, and what what um, um, type of client there is. Is it business, past client, CCR, whatever that is. So put that next to them and how many people saw it. Hours prospected is going to be on the phone or face-to-face. So split it down the middle. 
whichever one you want to do. But I was on the phone up top, face to face below. Put them in there. And the thank you cards, name, and the same thing. So name, was it named the lead? Was it a referral partner, business partner? Was it from a buyer consultation? Whatever it was from, so we know. Greg, role play the three to five steps on a phone call to get them in the referral mood. All right, let's see what we can do here. Okay, so remember, when you're calling people, the biggest thing is that um, everybody has different ways about making their outbound dials. So for me, like let's just say I'm calling a VIP on Mondays. I love calling VIPs. It's like one of the biggest parts of our business. Um, so let's say I'm calling um, – well, I'll just have a conversation. I actually just had a couple minutes ago right before I got on this call. So I'm talking to one of my private banker guys. Um, we do all of our personal um, banking with him. And I reached out to check in with him as being of the year. And I was like, hey, Mario, how's it going, man? This is John. And we were doing some banter back and forth with regards to my uh, business over there. Um, we were just having fun, right? Just going back and forth, just keeping it light. Like, it's very different. It's like, hey, how's it going, man? You got any big plans? Found out he's just having a baby this year. We're super excited. They're just letting people know he's having a little girl. And I just told him, I was like, you know, man, um, we had a really good year last year. And I'm, com- I'm super committed to doing way better this year. Now, granted, this is a business professional, right? And I want to know what can I do to help your business this year? Like, I'm super committed to us blowing up this year, and that includes you getting better as well. And so we went back on some ideas, some things that we could do to help his business. And I'm like, man, I'm super excited about that. We set an appointment to where we could go through and talk about that over lunch, right? So I want to get to him face-to-face. And right before the end, I was like, hey, man, I just got a huge favor to ask you. He's like, what do you got, man? I'm like, dude, can you send me one good referral this year? Like that's it, man. I just need one. I'm really, I'm going through all my great people and you're super impactful and you're super important to me. If you could send me one person like that, would mean the world to me. He's like, dude, John, like, I think I got like this one person I've been talking to that's thinking about selling. Um, it's, they're, they're a little, they're not ready yet, but I'll definitely let you know. I'm like, man, that's fantastic. I, dude, I super appreciate it. The thing is just got to prime the pump. And then what I did on my tracking system is I put Mario Zink, this is my guy. I said seller lead. And I'm like, you know, he said he's got somebody that's looking to do something soon. So for me, so I don't forget. And you need to have a system and a process to that where you're like, oh, that's great. And then you don't ever call him and follow up. Because guess what I'm going to do in two weeks if I haven't heard from anybody or if I haven't heard from him? Hey, remember that guy we were talking about two weeks ago? Is he looking to do something? Are you cool with, like, making a three-way uh, text introduction? Right? So there's all sorts of stuff there. I hope that helps, Greg. All right. Uh, Donna, when do you decide, when do you decide the people your database no longer should be in your database? Ooh, great question. So there's a couple ways to do this. One, do you want to call them? I think this is why a lot of us have challenges with calling our database. Um, is because sometimes you just never had a great relationship with them and you don't want to call them. So what I would challenge each and everybody on this call to do, and if you're a student of mine, you're going to have to do it. You're not going to have a choice is every week you're going to be making 12 outbound dials to your database. And what you're going to do is a lot of us don't have like a good calling 400 person database that we're excited to call. Like we just don't. A lot of us don't. So if you don't have that, what I'm making everybody do is every week 
you're going to start creating it week one, right? Like you're going to go through your database and I'm going to say, you got to call 12 people in there. And these are going to be more than likely the easiest ones, your favorite people that you want to talk to, because it's just a no brainer, right? Like we're going to gravitate towards the ones that are easier calls. Now you're going to start making a list of all those people. But here's the deal is you can't call them again all semester, at least for this exercise. Like you might talk to them again, but for this exercise, like they can't go back on this list again. So what we're going to do is if we can get 12 a week for the whole six months, <clears throat> that puts us at 288. So we're getting really close to dialing in that 400 person list. Okay. Now remember 12 is the minimum. Feel free to meet or exceed your outbound call goals at any time. But what I found over time is that a lot of us, we just don't do it at all because we're scared to make those calls. We feel like we have to call everybody and our list is too big. We haven't reached out to them forever. So we get just, we freeze. Like we just get stuck, right? Like no freezing allowed. Okay. Like you got to gravitate towards the people who love you. Here's the deal. You can't even put them on your greatness tracker unless you ask them for some business now. So you're for sure going to want to talk to the people that you really enjoy talking to and that you feel comfortable asking for business from. Now through that exercise, right? Now, hey, people, these are in your database. You've probably done business with family and friends. So those people probably come first because they're the ones that know you, like you, love you, trust you the most. Okay. Now through there, you can get some of this practice out. Like, hey, my coach has got to tell me I got to fill this greatness tracker thing every week. And one of the big things is I want to do better this year. And he told me the only way I'm going to do any better is if I ask the people I love for some help. So mom, this year, can you do a huge favor for me? Can you just send me one person? Like, please, just one. That's all I'm asking for. Like, I would super appreciate it. I want your mom to say, hell no. I said, you nobody, John. No, she can say, of course not. You should call and ask me more often. I see people all the time, right? Like, that's what they're going to say. So you got to do that. All right, who else we got? Uh, Chris Shook, this realtor call was very valuable. Will it be recording, which I can watch again? I believe there is, Chris. I think it'll be going out. Cool, Greg. Got it. All right. A couple more questions. I think we're just about wrapped up. I got like two minutes. Anybody got anything else? All right. See if you got something else. Okay. Here's the big deal, people. Is we got to we got to tighten it up. The better we get at all these items, the better we're personally going to get. But more than anything else, the better your team will get. You are only as good as the people that you're around and vice versa. Your team is only ever going to be 80% as good as you. So if you're operating at 50%, guess what? They're doing 80% of your 50%. So you need to step it up because they will rise to the occasion. Okay. So they need to hear you making these calls. They need to hear you asking for the referrals. When you're out in front of them and you're doing this stuff, you need to elevate them to the client while they're listening. These are huge things to make sure that you can keep your team tight and together because it's going to be a challenging year. We're going to have to kick it hard, right? That's why we're, this is why we build these types of businesses is so that we can weather any storm, right? We got to make it happen. Um, Holly Quinn, what's a good gift to give, to give to a great referral partner? That is, that's kind of a loaded question. Um, but on there, I would say this, Gifts that show you were listening. So, for example, when I'm on business appointments, especially for the first time, if I see stuff that's in their office, I like to go to their office. If I can, it's easier for them. You can convert more appointments that way. Um, but see where they went to school. 
see if you can see like if they like certain things like places to travel, cars they like to drive, um, anything that sticks out to you, make notes and give small gifts based off of what you saw there. So like car keychains, mugs, um, footballs for the school that they went to or basketballs, things like that. Um, those are going to be the biggest things because they're not super expensive, uh, but they show that you were listening and paying attention. So, all right, my friends, I'm out of time. It is one o'clock. I appreciate you all taking an hour out of your busy day. I'm so excited for 2020. Remember, a couple things. The summit is only like four months away. I can't believe it. I'm super excited to go get some sun. I'm here in Seattle. It is terrible right now. So make sure that you're bringing the people that you really love that can get a lot out of the core. Tell them about the summit. Let all of us know. We can help support you and bring in more great people. Uh, but I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. I appreciate you all. I love my core family. Go get them, and we'll see you all soon. Bye.